Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash RS. Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where OP's best friend is clearly trying to steal OP's boyfriend. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash relationship advice. My best friend, a 24-year-old woman, is too handsy with my boyfriend, and I think that it's inappropriate. I'm a 24-year-old woman, and my boyfriend is 26. My parents and the parents of my best friend, Jesse, are great friends, so we grew up together, and she kind of had my back in high school. Long story short, on the teenager food chain, she was at the top and I was at the bottom. But nobody messed with me because I was Jesse's friend. Jesse is one of those people who requires attention. I never minded though. Nobody's perfect, right? But now that I have my first real boyfriend, she doesn't know how to behave. Every time we're together, she's really handsy. Always touching his arms, running fingers through his hair, complimenting him. And now, she even started with prank spankings on the butt, you know? I just feel really uncomfortable with it. Maybe it's normal. I mean, Jesse has a lot of guy friends, so maybe this is okay? My boyfriend never thought much of it either. Am I just overreacting? She's super pretty, so maybe I'm just jealous? Anyways, yesterday, something really threw me off. My boyfriend had to do some work, and I had a book thing. It's a hobby of mine. So we decided to meet later at a friend's house. My boyfriend finishes work and calls me, but I don't really need him to come over for the book thing. I know he doesn't like it, so I just tell him to go to the friend's house. That's when I start getting texts from Jesse all like, Girl, you've gotta come to this party now. Your boyfriend is wasted, lol. Or, lol, we're so drunk, you need to come and stop us. Or, I can't behave myself if you don't get here soon. And so on. 
The book thing was taking longer than I thought, and I was just getting madder and madder. But I'm a very non-confrontational person, so I just deal with it. I call my boyfriend when it's over because I don't feel like going to this party anymore, but I was his ride, so I ask him if he needs me to come pick him up. He says sure. I get there, and I don't even go inside. I'm ready to release the hounds of hell on him. But he gets to my car, and he's stone-cold sober. I ask him if he was drinking, and then show him Jesse's texts. He then gets super upset and says that she was lying. He wasn't even directly hanging out with her, but instead catching up with a friend who just came back into town. He said that I should have texted him letting him know what she was saying about him so that he could confront her about it, since you don't ever seem to be able to give that girl some boundaries. Then, one day later, OP posted an update. Last night, me and my friend were alone and she wanted me to help her choose some clothes for an event. I was at her place, so I thought that I should say something. I wanted to say something. I was very polite and said that I knew that she meant no harm, but I didn't feel good about it. So I asked her if she could tone it down. I should have told her to stop, but I guess I'm weak. She didn't really say anything mean, but her attitude was a bit off, I think. She was looking at me in a scornful kind of way, and the way she smiled when I was done talking just felt weird. She didn't say anything else, just okay, and we moved on to choosing her clothes and I left after. We were supposed to go get something to eat, but she said that she was tired. I'm not dumb, she was hurt. So I texted a common friend, who's more her friend than my friend. And without going into details, I told him that I talked to Jesse about something that was important to me, but that I was afraid that she might have gotten the wrong idea from it. The common friend said, Look, I don't want to get involved, but you should watch it. I asked what he meant, and he said, Nothing, just watch it. A little while later, he texts me back and says, Change my mind. I do want to get involved. And he sent me a bunch of screenshots of texts going back and forth between him and Jesse. It basically started with him asking her if the two of us had a fight because I was worried. And then, just a non-stop stream of her being horrible. She says that I have a big mouth and was judging her behavior because I'm a prude who doesn't know how to be around guys. How she taught me everything I know about having a life, and how dare I tell her what she can or can't do. And that I should thank her for even having a boyfriend at all. Our common friend called out Jesse for being rude and not acting like a real friend. After he sent me the screenshots, he said, I'm done with her. I give up. And you should watch it. This morning, I wake up and she texted me late at night. Jesse says that she knows the mutual friend sent me the screenshots and she didn't mean to be rude, but that it's ridiculous that I'm jealous of her because if she wanted my boyfriend, she could just have him. She said, you want me to prove it? She ended it by saying that I'm being silly and I should drop it, and she ended with kisses and a joke. So I don't know if she's being playful, apologizing, threatening, or being pragmatic. Then, one day later, OP posts an update. My boyfriend has been sleeping with her. That same friend from before convinced other friends to send me screenshots of text messages between themselves and either my boyfriend or Jesse. The messages are pretty clear. I confronted my boyfriend and he looked lost. He said that he loved me and it was just passionate hugging. He said, Jesse kept throwing herself at me, teasing me, and I said that I didn't like her, but I still wanted to hang out. He said that he passionately hugged her just to see if she would move on and leave him alone and that it only happened a couple of times. He says that he won't do it anymore, that he doesn't even like her, he loves me, asking me to please forgive him. Based on the text messages, I think that Jesse went to the party because she wanted to hook up with him. She had it bad for my boyfriend, but he didn't feel the same way. 
She was trying to get him to break up with me and then to get me to break up with him. Well, it worked. As of yesterday, he's a single man. In some of those texts, they talked about hooking up. I feel like throwing up. I blocked him because he's been trying to get in touch. I ghosted Jesse. Still, she managed to get me a message that said, You know this is probably for the best, right? And I feel like effing screaming. Then, about a week later, OP posted another update, but I read through it and it's not super interesting, so basically I'll just summarize. The ex-boyfriend was really torn up about getting dumped, and he tried everything in his power to get OP to take him back, but OP refused. Also, apparently, they were originally planning on going on a vacation. It would have been OP, OP's boyfriend, and then also Jesse and a few other friends. However, since Jesse was broke, OP was paying for Jesse's tickets. But now, after Jesse cheated on her boyfriend, OP canceled all the tickets, and she went crazy. She even showed up at OP's place, but it didn't do her much good. Then I'll read this paragraph because this paragraph is quite juicy. And a final piece of gossip. Pete, the friend who originally sent me the screenshots, talked to me yesterday. He said that Jesse was super confident that as soon as I dumped my ex, my ex-boyfriend would immediately want to hook up with Jesse and start dating him. But apparently, my ex-boyfriend didn't agree with that plan. According to my friend Pete, my ex-boyfriend was a total mess and went out hard drinking four nights in a row to the point that he had to be carried home by his friends. And yesterday, they all went out for lunch at this burger place. Jesse apparently went to run her fingers through his hair or something, but he just pushed her away and told her to stop and to never touch him again. Great that now he manages to do that, huh? So I guess in the end, he really did like me in his sick way. The thing is, I don't want to be with someone who likes me in a sick way. I want to be with someone who likes me in a healthy way. I think I deserve that. <laughs> I love this top post from Construction Upper. Who needs enemies when you have a friend like Jesse? And I couldn't agree more, OP. You're better off without Jesse or your ex-boyfriend. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the butthole. About a year ago, my last remaining grandparent passed away and my father inherited all assets, including a house. I've been saving up for a nice down payment of at least 50% on a house so I could have a lower mortgage payment each month, thus allowing me to save money for travel. When my father inherited this house, which he had no interest in moving into yet, he offered to sell it to me for a slightly below market rate, with the caveat that he and my stepmother could eventually move into the basement apartments. I agreed because they're both incredible people who aren't at all invasive and who would give me my privacy if they lived there. So I paid a 60% down payment, financed the rest, and moved in. About six months ago, I started considering renting out the finished apartment basement. It has two bedrooms, one bathroom, a living room, and a small kitchenette. A friend of mine said his brother was moving to my city and needed a place to live. He's a brand new teacher and doesn't make great money, so he needed a place that wasn't expensive. I offered to let him rent my basement for way less than market rate, 650 bucks, which includes utilities. He readily accepted and signed a year-long lease. Well, a few days ago, he asked if he could start paying the landlord directly instead of giving me the rent money each month. I was under the impression that my friend told him I own the house, so I was confused. And I told him that we don't have a landlord, that I'm the owner. He got very upset and screamed at me for lying for over six months and taking advantage of him by making him pay so much in rent. 650 in free utilities is what? Huh? For the record, an apartment similar to the one in my house would be well over twice what he's paying me, closer to three times for something as nice as mine. 
He asked me how much of my mortgage he's covering, and I said, why does that matter? You're getting a nice, quiet place to live, access to a full kitchen and a laundry room, and you're paying an amount that you can afford. My personal finances aren't really a factor here. He stormed out of the room and slammed the basement door. He's still not speaking to me. I asked a few other friends and family members, and most have said that I'm wrong for having him cover my mortgage payments. Only a few say that I'm in the right. So, am I the butthole for having my roommate cover $650 of my $775 a month mortgage? Alright, so the comments are pretty much saying what everyone else is thinking, which is that this guy got a sweetheart deal and then he has the audacity to complain about it. That's especially true if OP is right and that typical rents are like $1,200 to $2,000. Then, one week later, OP posted an update. I intended to speak with him over the weekend, but he never returned my text asking when a good time to discuss things would be. So, Sunday afternoon, I sent a text stating that I'd be entering the basement at 6pm Monday evening. He never replied. When I went to the basement, some of his belongings were there and some weren't. The kitchenette was disgusting, the carpets were filthy, and the walls had dents and divots in them. I left him a note stating that he needs to do some repairs and clean the kitchenette so he doesn't attract vermin. Then I went back upstairs. When I came back in today, he was fuming at me for entering the basement without permission. I told him that I gave him more than 24 hours notice, per the lease, via text message before entering the area. His reply was that he didn't get the message because he blocked my number. So somehow, it's still my fault for not informing him I'd be down there. I asked him if he intends to stay on the lease or if he wants to break it. He says that he's leaving and he'll live in his car until he finds a new place to live. I told him that's fine and that if he has all of his belongings out by the end of the month, I won't make him pay September or October's rent, as the lease requires, and I'll refund the days that he isn't there. He tried to tell me that he doesn't need to pay that rent because he has 45 days to vacate. But to be clear, 45 days is only the notice period. He's still required to actually pay rent for those 45 days, so he's mad about that. I told him that I'm being kind by letting him out early with zero financial repercussions. He was also told that he's required to leave the apartment as clean as it was when he moved in, or he wouldn't get his deposit back. He was throwing a tantrum about that too. He seems to be working on clearing the rest of his stuff out now. Then, about three months later, OP posted an update. The, for <laughs> the former tenant begged me to come back, but I declined. Actually, I offered him the apartment for over market value. Market value for my apartment is about $2,500 a month, and I told him he could come back for $3,300 a month to make him go away. He declined that offer as well. I have no idea where he ended up, but after some of the names he called me after I wouldn't let him back in, I don't care. I'm still good friends with his brother. He's a good guy, and he laughed when I told him about my offer of 3300 bucks a month. I didn't ask where the former tenant landed. I'm sure he has several roommates, but again, I don't really care. I will not be renting it out again anytime soon. I had to do some repairs, so I'm hesitant to let anyone else in. I may let my cousin's daughter move in next year, but I know her, and I know that she's respectful of people's property. Well, unless my parents move in before then, but definitely no more renting to strangers. Yo, that is crazy. This guy got such a sweetheart deal and he just dumped on it. And now, reality slapped him in the face. Man, what a moron. And this guy is teaching kids, hopefully not teaching them math. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash true off my chest. My baby sister called me dad. I was 20 years old when my sister was born. Currently, I'm 31 and my sister is 11. Also, I'm a man. 
Our mom wasn't in a good place physically or mentally, and my sister's father was a druggie, so I took her in and I've been raising her ever since. Legally, she's mine. In certain ways, I've always seen her as a daughter. I feel as though the love I have for her would be the love that a father would have for his daughter. I mean, I watched her grow up. I was there for every single milestone. Most people would consider me to be her father. However, my sister grew up with the knowledge that I'm her big brother, and the reason that I take care of her is that our mom and her dad can't take care of her the way they should. We're both sick. My sister has chronic asthma, and when sick, her asthma is worse. At like 3am, I heard her wheezing and coughing in her sleep and got her nebulizer to give her a breathing treatment. I had to wake her up to get her to take it. She was half asleep, and when she finished, I told her she could go back to sleep. She mumbled, okay, and then when I was leaving her room, she said, thank you, dad. It was quiet, but I heard it. I had a good, happy-slash-emotional cry, and it's getting me teary-eyed just thinking about it. Then, one week later, OP posted an update. After that night, she went back to calling me by my first name, so I decided to take up the advice from some of the comments. I told her that whenever she's half asleep, she could call me dad, and she looked panicky and apologized. I told her she had no reason to apologize, and actually, I wanted to talk to her about it. I let her know that if she wanted to, she could call me dad, but she never had to feel forced to call me dad. Like I said, it's only if she wanted to. She started to cry, and she let me know there had been so many times she wanted to call me dad. And she almost did, but she stopped herself because I was her brother. I told her we both knew that I would never be just her brother. Plus, a dad isn't always someone who's biologically your father, but the person who raised you. After that, we both cried, but the past few days, she's been calling me dad. It's honestly been amazing to hear. Like I said in my original post, I've always felt more like her dad than her brother. That was our slash best of Redditor updates, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast, because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money.